Okay. Okay, enough enough music. Time to talk watches, kitties. What have you found? What have you been looking for? Do you have problems? How do you solve them? That's a good question, isn't it? Well, guess what? I'm here to help. All you got to do is drop me a line. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com. Hello. Hi, everybody. What's doing today? Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Uh, We were talking last time about watch materials for the case. And we talked about aluminum and gold and silver. We didn't talk about chrome. We will talk a little bit more about watch material for the cases. And you'll have to excuse me if I'm not perfect, but I sure try. But I haven't researched this. I'm just telling you from my standpoint over all the years I've been doing this. Millions of watches. Tons of stuff. So I get the idea. You know, I do get the idea. So let's move on. If you go into the 20s, the 20s were an interesting period into the 30s where they had uh, silver cases. They had gold filled cases. They had, they didn't have aluminum. They had different kinds of gold. And they also had chrome. What they did was they took a watch case and they plated it with chrome, just like your car bumper. And it looked really good. But guess what? It wears off. And when it wears off, it looks bad. Anytime you have anything plated, I don't care if it's gold, chrome, anything plated, it can wear off over time. And then what do you do? One thing you can do is you can plate it. You can replate it. But that means it's got to be completely ground down, cleaned off, or it's going to, it's like painting over something five or six times. You start to see the thickness looking weird and everything, you know, the detail disappears. Same thing with watches, watch cases. So you can have things replated, but it never looks the same. It's very hard to do. And remember, excuse me, if you had something that was gold filled and now you're plating it, that's a whole different ballgame. It'll never look like it did before. Never. Okay, so we talked about chrome. We talked about stainless steel, silver, and gold. What other materials are there? Okay, well, I can tell you there's a very interesting material that I've seen only a few times. It is a high-end called palladium. And big in the 40s. Excuse me. It is a chemical element. It has the atomic number 46. It's a silvery white metal discovered in 1803. It was named after the asteroid Pallas, which was named after Athena. Um, Palladium, platinum, rhodium, ruthenium, iridium, and osmium form a group of elements referred to as the platinum group metals, PGM. They have similar chemical properties, but palladium has the lowest melting point and is the least dense of them. They use palladium now in catalytic converters, believe it or not. Uh, It's also used in electronics, dentistry, medicine, hydrogen purification, chemical applications, yada, yada, yada. You don't see it in jewelry as much, but I have seen nice dress watches come with a palladium case. And it was a nice, it looks like platinum. It has the lowest melting point of any of the platinum group of metals. 
it, when it's cold worked, it increases the strength and the hardness. Um, I like it. I liked it. It was a nice metal. I had never seen it before, but you may see it. It's up there with platinum. So it's not a cheap metal. It's only going to find it on expensive pieces, mostly in the forties. That's when I seem to notice it most. Um, there's a lot coming out of the ground. 208,000 kilograms came out of the ground in 2016. The biggest producers are Russia, South Africa, Canada, and the U.S. 39% of the world's production of palladium comes from Russia. Interesting, isn't it? It's used in catalytic converters, but it's also used in jewelry. Very interesting. Um... Okay, so since 1939, they've been using it as an alternative to platinum in the alloys called white gold, where the white color of palladium does not require rhodium plating. Most white gold pieces are plated with rhodium on top of it. Same thing with platinum. They plate it with rhodium because rhodium looks like it's a very shiny silver, so it makes it look really nice because platinum is a dead color. It's not real bright and shiny at all. And palladium is going to be very similar. Um, you can't go above 400 centigrade, 752 Fahrenheit. Makes it more brittle and less suitable for use in jewelry. So it's heated under controlled conditions for jewelry or else it gets very, very uh, brittle. So the use, before 2004, the use of palladium jewelry was the manufacture of white gold. So white gold is yellow gold, and they add either nickel, silver, or palladium. Palladium gold is more expensive than nickel gold, but seldom causes allergic reactions. Like I have allergic reactions to silver. It, it definitely makes my skin go green. Um, it's hard to cast it. But they figured it out and still used, but not as much for gold, not as much for cases and so on. So it's interesting. Now let's go to platinum the other metal that's used a lot. Now the, when you go further back, you find a lot of things come out in platinum. Today, platinum is only used for really expensive watches. You don't find it on run-of-the-mill mass market stuff at all. Platinum has a atomic number of 78. It's a dense, malleable, highly unreactive, precious silver white transition metal. That um, was discovered in 1735. It's expensive. It's heavy. It's very heavy. Whereas palladium is not very heavy. This is. Extreme. That's how you can tell platinum right off the bat on a watch case. It's heavy. Plus, if it's platinum without the rhodium plating, it's not going to be shiny. It's going to be very dead looking. That's why they plate uh, platinum. Okay, so it came around. They started using around 1750. Let's see. What do we use it for? The Mayans used it for jewelry. Uh, you go back to the teens, turn of the century, 20s, a lot of platinum. A lot of platinum. It's used for a lot of things. 
LCD, turbine blades, spark plugs, pacemakers, dental fillings. It's used in chemotherapy to treat cancer. It's non-toxic. Um, hard to get your hands on it, though. Uh, everybody's been talking about it for many, 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 many years. Uh, let's see. Hard to get your hands on it. The biggest producers are South Africa, Russia, Zimbabwe. Those are the big ones. Okay. And it is, I think it's easy to work with if I remember correctly. It's not hard to work with. Like, like titanium is one we haven't talked about. It's really hard to work with. Let's see what it costs. What is an ounce of platinum? Okay, so an ounce of platinum right now is a thousand twenty-seven to thirty-seven, depending on whether you're buying or selling, and that's about half the price of gold. Actually, a little less than that, but still, it's expensive. It's not cheap to uh, use platinum at all. Not one bit. Okay, so now let's talk about titanium. Titanium is a new material. Now, platinum, titanium. Uh, palladium, they're all look like white gold or stainless steel. Titanium, on the other hand, does not. Titanium is a modern metal. They use it a lot for uh, like spacecraft. They use titanium because it's extremely strong. Okay, it is a chemical element with the symbol TI, atomic number 22. Only as an oxide, it's found in nature, but it can be reduced to produce a lustrous transition metal with silver color, low density, high strength, resistant to corrosion, seawater, aqua, regia, and chlorine. So it is very light. It is very nice. There is a uh, Tudor watch called the Pelagos that's all titanium. Now the problem with titanium, it doesn't scratch easily. It doesn't get messed up it's very strong and very light so if you want a big heavy watch you make it out of titanium it's going to be one hell of a lot lighter than um, other materials that you could use it's cool but here's the problem to work with titanium is very difficult hard to weld or solder very hard they don't last it is the ninth most abundant element on earth uh, it's derived from the titans the sons of the earth goddess of greek mythology it was discovered in 1791 by william gregor it's very interesting um, it does not look like stainless it's got a darker color it's as strong as steel but less dense so you can use it as an alloying agent with aluminum molybdenum Bendium or iron and iron. So they use it in aircraft, spacecraft, and missiles because of its low density ability to withstand extremes of temperature, also on golf clubs, laptops, bicycles, crutches, and watches. Power plant condensers use titanium pipes because of their resistance to corrosion. So it's not going to corrode on your arm. Uh, they use it in joint replacements because it works with bone really interesting they also use titanium oxide as a pigment pigment in house paint plastics paper and enamel it's also used in sunscreen because it prevents uv light from reaching the skin 
It's non-toxic. It is very abundant. But I'm telling you, it is hard to work with. It's great, though. Really nice for watching because it's so light. Um, so 1910, M.A. Hunter, working for GE in the U.S., made pure titanium by heating titanium, tetrachloride, and sodium metal. So it's a very interesting metal. Uh, I had, I think, a Seiko years ago that was titanium. It was really nice to wear because it's light as a feather, but it doesn't seem like it's very durable, even though it is. It just because it's so light, but it's very strong. I also had a pair of glasses years ago that were titanium. I kept breaking where the weld was. It kept popping because it's very hard to work with titanium. Very hard, but if you can work with it, it's a wonderful metal. And uh, Ricky, my watchmaker, told me that he looked at the new Tudor, which is Rolex titanium watch, called a Pelagos. He said it was phenomenal. He said, you can't believe how nice it is. It's just amazing. Now, another material they use is rubber or plastic. I'm not a big proponent of those because I don't think they're going to last. They're just going to fall apart, wear out scratch you name it it's not very good um what else do we make watches out of uh ceramic is a new one they use ceramic for watches because it's low cost and it's durable now how good is it don't know but chanel started it putting ceramic watches out and a lot of people rata was doing it too Another material that sometimes is used like on the top of a watch, like on the bezel, I think Rado uses it, is called uh, tungsten. You ever heard of tungsten? Tungsten. Tungsten is used, used to be used in light bulbs. It's a very strong element. It's either tungsten or wolfram. It's got atomic number 74. It's rare, found naturally. It was identified in 1781. It's very, very strong. It's used for electrodes, heating elements, field emitters. Um, it's used in high-speed steel. It's used. It's also used in super alloys. What's so special about tungsten? It's one of the toughest things found in nature. It's super dense and almost impossible to melt. It's a silver white metal, can be made into a fine powder, can be combustible. But you've seen these new rings that people wear, like wedding rings that are like black or dark gray. A lot of that's tungsten. It doesn't scratch. It's really, really good. Um, steel has three times less rigidity than tungsten. So it's stronger than steel and titanium. It can stand up to a lot of punishment. It is extremely durable. It's not toxic. I mean, why do people wear tungsten rings? It has more weight to it. It's similar to gold and platinum. It's easier to, to remove from your finger if you have to. I don't ask me why that would be a problem. I don't Never heard of it, but, uh, you know, I've worn tungsten too. Tungsten is Swedish for heavy stone. It's the strongest metal in the 
world. So you do see tungsten every once in a while, and it's extremely durable, especially on these wedding bands people buy. Okay, so we talked about ceramic. We talked about tungsten. We talked about a lot of different things. I got to take a quick break here. Please don't go anywhere. I need you. Hello. Be right back. This is me signing off. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm back just just when you thought you'd get rid of me not that easy is it no okay so what have I left out somebody's gonna I know somebody's gonna write me and go you idiot you left out something I, I'm sure I am but I'm trying not to what other materials do we see um, ceramic steel gold oh a new one is bronze there's a, there's bronze. I noticed it in the Tudor line, which is Rolex. And it has a nice look to it. And it's an alloy with copper. It's got 12.5% tin and also other metals. Um, copper used to be one of the hardest metals known in the early, early, early days of humanity. They are making watches out of copper. I asked Ricky when I spoke to him last, how are they? And he said, I don't know. Um, when it was discovered, it made metal objects that were harder, more durable than previously possible. They made tools and weapons and armor, uh, decorative tiles. Originally, bronze was made, out of, was made out of copper and arsenic. But arsenic is poison, so that's not a great idea. Um, tin copper alloy goes back 6,000 years. So this stuff has been around a long time. Tin bronze was superior to arsenic bronze, and it was stronger, and the fumes were not toxic. So that was the new thing they came up with. Let's see. Hmm. There's all different kinds of copper. I mean bronze, excuse me. But modern bronze is 88% copper and 12% tin. And that's what that case is. And it looks kind of like a dark gold color on the Rolex ones. I don't know how they hold up. If anybody's got one, let me know because it probably holds up fairly well and it's fairly inexpensive to make. So where gold is almost $2,000 an ounce, this is going to be a hell of a lot cheaper. I mean, really cheap sculptures. You've seen bronze sculptures that last thousands of years. Extremely strong. Um, they used all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm trying to get some of the materials that they used. Because bronze is a big one. It really is. They made musical instruments out of bronze, mirrors, coins. Uh, most copper coins are bronze with 4% tin, 1% zinc. So not interesting. Bronze has been in manufacture of metals for centuries. It's third place if you're in the Olympics. Um, the bronze age was around. Okay, so bronze is another material that is used for watch cases. Now, I think I talked about anodized watch cases 
which are is like a stainless steel that's either plated or something bluish, black, different colors. Doesn't hold up. Not that I know about, at least. So I would be very, very, very cautious when you see things like that. Now, the further back you go in watch collecting, the more different materials you find for cases. Today, it's mostly aluminum, stainless steel, different grades, different kinds of gold, gold plating or electroplated gold. I love when they say layered with, you know, how many millimeters of gold? That's plated. It's not going to hold up. And yet they make a big deal of it. Then there's rubber. Then there's this new bonding process that they have that turns stainless steel to a black. They have different bonding processes. I am a skeptic. I have not seen a black case that holds up over time. You'd have to be really, really careful. If you scratch it, you're screwed. That's why I don't like those things. I talked about palladium. We talked about titanium. We talked about aluminum. Uh, what else? Gold, silver, copper. Okay, brass. Let's talk about brass. Brass is used a lot in watch cases, believe it or not. If you, here's something you really should be aware of. When you go to cheaper watches, especially big like diver type watches, they look like stainless. They're actually plated brass. And they look just like stainless. I don't know what they're plated with, chrome, whatever. But it's all brass underneath. So when you buff it, all of a sudden it goes from a silver color or white gold color to a brass color because that is what it's made of. And there's a lot of them. So you want to know what the material is. Is it really solid stainless steel? When you get to cheaper watches, like Invictus and things of that nature and cheaper, watch out. Because it may not be stainless all the way through. It's something you want to know. If it's stainless all the way through, you could buff it down if there's a big scratch or something. But if it's not, whatever is underneath is going to be exposed. You're going to see that. So you got to be really, really careful. Now, I'm trying to think of what I have left out. There's white gold, green gold, blue gold, yellow gold, rose gold, red gold, pink gold, you name it. Rose and red and pink are all the same, just different shades of a rose. I like rose gold. I think it's a beautiful color, but it's got to be worn with the right clothes. It's it's dressy. You got to watch out. Sometimes it looks very dressy. And if I find a solid rose gold watch, like a dress watch, older, I think the dials that look really good with the rose gold is either black or a really dark electric blue or medium electric blue looks eh, more on the dark side. Looks really good with rose gold. Really gorgeous. Uh, a friend of mine used to have, there's a Frank Mueller that's an 18 karat gold, his tank Casablanca. And he they do it in a 18 karat rose gold case. And the dial is an electric blue. And it is stunning. Absolutely stunning. Every time I've had rose gold, a lot of times you'll find older rose gold watches and they have like a white dial or, you know, now it's dirty white. It's like a cream color. It looks so, so lousy, so dead. And then yet you change the dial to either black or a beautiful blue. Man, does it wake it up? Holy mackerel. There are different kinds of colors you can use with different kinds of cases that make a huge difference. And I know I've talked about this before. Black is an old standby. 
But I will tell you that in my my estimation and my history, black on Rolex is not a big seller. Go figure this out. Black dials on Rolex, not a big, never happened for me. You're going to tell me, oh, you're crazy. I buy black dials. But you know what? I'm telling you what I what sells. Blue is always a big, big number. Blue sells really well. Always. Rolex, you put a blue dial on it, bingo, it's gone. It sells right away. People love blue dials on Rolexes. What other colors? There's a million colors you can put on them. But what's going to look good? I don't like this green. I think it looks awful. But it's a big deal. Everybody likes it. Not for me. I don't like it. There's also um, virtually any color you could think of you could put on a dial. But what's going to look good? Now, if you take a black and you turn it, like make it an onyx dial, which is black, it looks really great. Regular black dials, they look okay, but I think I've said this before. I have a lot of black dial watches, and I'm tired of them. So I won't really look at a black dial watch because I got enough. I don't want black. Yes, they're easy to read. Yes, it's a good look. But you know what? When all of your watches are black, it gets boring. I mean, I'm wearing one right now with a black dial. I like to change them up. I like to look different. I like to make it look different. I don't want to look the same as everybody else. Black is a standby. You can always go with black. Another standby would be a porcelain looking white. That's a really good look. Not white, porcelain looking white. It's like, it looks almost like porcelain, like translucent almost. It's got like a shine to it. Really nice look. That I would look at. I think that's a great look on a watch. And Rolex, one of the biggest selling dials I've ever had on Rolex is this porcelain looking white dial with gold Romans or gold, gold Rome, big gold Romans for markers. Really beautiful look, still popular. If you ever see my Rolex, that's exactly what I did to it. Changed the dial and made it into that porcelain white with the big gold Romans. What a difference. It looks fantastic. I get compliments on it all the time. So that's a good look. Um, black to me is okay, but it, it's really hard. How do I describe this? It's hard to match a black dial to the band that you have. You have to use a black band on a black dial watch. I mean, other people are going to tell me I'm crazy and yes, I'm crazy, but other people use like a brown with black. I don't like the look. I don't think it looks right. I don't think it looks right for me. A black dial either has a metal band or a black band. That's it. I just don't like the look otherwise. I don't think it looks right. I don't want to put a black band on it, but I don't think it looks right otherwise. So one of the things I did was I got a watch with a black dial and I said, how can I adapt this watch to other colors? Like, it, like normally, um, if I'm going to wear black in a watch, especially with a strap, I'm going to be wearing shades of blue or black. Not going to wear brown. Yeah, yeah, I know. It doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look great to me. So I'm not crazy about it. So one thing I did was I took a, a watch that I bought, had a black dial, kind of a nice bright dial, really kind of like a starburst in black. Nice dial. And I got a band that was uh, ostrich. And it's black and like a tan mixed up together really cool look and that way it picks up the black of the dial but i could wear it with brown because it's got brown in the band 
And I got to tell you, I never fail to get compliments on that watch and band. And we're not talking about a real expensive watch either. It's not real expensive. And neither is the band. I mean, I've tried before to try different bands. I had tried white bands, purple bands, green bands, you know, like lizard, but nice colors. And what it does is it limits the watch, the uh, desirability. If you put a green strap on a watch, you pretty much got to wear it with green or it's going to look weird. Same thing for red or white or some of these others. If it's a sport watch, different story. You know, if it's like a diver's watch, or a Rolex looking watch or something like that, that's a different story. That That's a, um, that's more of a luxury kind of a sporty look. So that's okay. But when you have a dress watch, you got to be careful what strap you put on it because it will look weird. So I happened onto this combo with the kind of the light brown and the black. It really looks good. And I wear it and I get, I can't tell you how many compliments I get. So think about that. There are bands out there that are different and you got to search for them. It's not like a normal band and don't buy cheap bands made in China. Those are garbage. They fall apart. They're terrible. Okay. So I do thank you for listening. If you have anything you want to say, do you want to say anything? You can. I'm at LeeJacksonWatches at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Tell me what you think. I don't have a problem with it. Just be nice. I don't need mean, thank you. Mean I got all day long. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. Have a great day.